This is October 3rd in 2023, and my name is Walter Franks, and this is the launch of the Stacy True Podcast. It's something I know that you all have been waiting for. A lot of people have asked us to do this, and we just got together one day and we said, hey, we're going to do it. And if you want to know the reason, if you're a newcomer to learning about who Stacy True is, this is a woman that won the Powerball for $1.08 billion. And for y'all out there that don't know what that really means, that's, that's $1 billion plus $80 million on top. Okay, that was a very unprecedented win in the Powerball uh, uh, list of events and, 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 and um, circumstances and winners and everything else. In the Powerball world, in the lottery-winning world, that makes her a history-making person of 1,128 other people only won a jackpot, but only a handful of one in the billions. So, without further ado, this is going to be a podcast that will introduce Stacey True to you, the world, and to the curious world out there that wants to ask questions, because everybody wants to know everything there is to know about this newly found billionaire, Okay. And so, without further ado, I want to introduce you to Miss Stacy True. Welcome to your own podcast. Thanks for having me as your host. <laughs> Hello, Walter, and thank you so much for uh, being a part of this. Yes, um, it is a journey. It is a journey, and speaking of, everybody wants to know, like, what was your life, first of all, let's start here, what was your life before winning the lottery? Interesting. So, my life has always been a whimsical ball of stuff. <laughs> and when I say stuff, it's always the roller coaster, the ups and downs, the ins and outs, just of life itself, dealing with family, relationships, love, and, you know, sometimes heartache, you know. And it hasn't been an easy road for me, but at the same time, it's been a successful um, life-changing road when I say life-changing life-changing in a great way because the journey that I've um, been fortunate enough to be on allowed me to sift through and sort out my own coming-of-age um, abilities and um, as I grew uh, from a young adulthood to a maturing uh, 30-some-odd woman you know I, I became um enlightened if you will okay so give us a little bit of like some more specifics to that you are a a customer service guru and i know that you are a vacation rental specialist and so were those some of the things you were doing like close to your win like what were you doing uh, yes and no so um the customer service came along uh with the me being a vacation rental specialist so as a vacation rental specialist, I um, have the abilities to um, create uh, desires inside of a uh, unit. Um, when I say unit, it's for um, people that uh, during COVID, it was a time where people couldn't get out. And so I made a theme in each apartment that I actually was able to acquire and I re-rented for purchase. So that alone just was a business that I created in a sector of itself um, after I left my real estate firm back in 20, 
2020. It was right when COVID hit and I had to figure out something that I can do on my own, but also I'm always catering to people. I'm a big people pleaser. So I wanted to create an, a fantasy where we people can actually go and be a part of something, not just, you know, my... Um, my guests, but my friends, my family, myself. I love to travel. I love to uh, be in different places and experience, you know, fine dining and stay somewhere that is just beautiful. So just just to give someone hope or just a piece of beauty in a hurting time that we were in at that time, it created uh, a sense of pleasure. So you say you put desires inside your units. That's what you're saying. Just throughout your travels in the world, you kind of created little oases uh, with pieces of your travels and made a made it a destination for your guests and your friends and family. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. So okay, it became awesome. uh, it became a, a vacation travel for others um, when I created this um, fantasy of. Uh, uh, somewhat of illusion inside of each place, whether it's a beachfront, I would design it as a, uh, a beach, you know, hippie style type place, or it could be somewhere, you know, um, in Hollywood, it's designed, you know, with the Hollywood theme and, you know, a speakeasy type setting. Speakeasy, that's the one that's downtown, right? Downtown Los Angeles? Yes. Describe yes. that place. That seems like a pretty uh, awesome thing, Speakeasy. Oh, that place is very whimsical. It has a, um, inside, it has a vintage classic feel, um, somewhat like you, you, if you would think of Betsy Johnson decor with the a mixture of Vegas. And so it almost sounds kind of weird, but it's that vintage classic style with darkened shades and slot machines and oh. old floor model televisions where you can watch a black and white horror film. And um, it's just, it gives you, it, it, it's almost like the illusion of a little tree house. And it's, oh, that it, sounds it's awesome. such an escape away in downtown. And it allows people to go in there and play games, <clears throat> get in games. And, you know, it's just fun for all. So how, that, how much does that set, set a, a traveler back a night? A night that <laughs> ranges anywhere from 300 to <coughs> 450 a night. Oh, wow. And you've had it for how long now? Probably somewhere upside, about three years. About three years. So, oh, my God. So you've been raking in the dough. <laughs> so we're going to revisit other pieces so that we can color throughout the episode. So you guys stay, stay tuned to learn more about Stacey Drew throughout the coming episodes. But on this first episode, we want to get close to the day you realized. Now, first of all, were you a millionaire already? You know, I'm a billionaire at heart. Let me hear that. We're talking about this. Is your audience now? Did you have? Were you a millionaire already? Because you know, most millionaires don't play the lottery. And I can't wait for you guys to hear this crazy, crazy story on how you actually won. But. Okay, so your downtown place, you were there from the story. Okay, so she, so she she briefed me a little bit on her past before getting here. And the store where the, where she won the lottery was .06 miles from her house. Now, I'm sure you're busy with your properties and things. Like, where do you find time to buy a ticket for the lottery? Or did you even think about it? And how did you pick your numbers if you picked your numbers? And so how's that go? I'm sure they want to hear about that. You know, I didn't. I didn't. Um, that particular day, I was not thinking about the lottery. It was far uh, from my mind because I was actually um, doing some home repairs from a guest that 
threw a party at my house, so I was trying to get prepared for the next guest, and I was having an appraiser come out, and it, it was just a slew of events that were unfortunate events that was happening that particular day. And uh, so what I, well, I was downtown shopping for pieces that I needed to kind of replenish the home. And I end up um, in front of this liquor store or in front of, or on this corner, if you will, um, in front of a mini mart. Never paid attention to the mini mart. That wasn't my goal that day. I was actually on the corner buying some luggage. I was getting ready to go out of town, so I saw this guy selling some luggage on the corner after I had just came from Santee Alley buying um, a, uh, a dishware set or something because some of my dishes were broken. Anyhow, so... Just I'm, mayhem, just yeah, mayhem. Yeah, so I'm trying Man. to get the luggage so that I can throw the dishes in there. I'm tired of carrying it with some more bags, and I just wanted to buy a roll away so I can conveniently put everything that I needed in the luggage so mm. I'm on this corner with this man and um, I'll never forget it this woman literally came up to me she asked for some change she said hey um, she tapped me on my shoulder I looked you know behind me and you know she's a little down in her luck but I never judge anyone she's um, a homeless woman I mean you were downtown I, mean, I wouldn't call anyone homeless because maybe they were just having a mental breakdown maybe she has family maybe she has something so I, I can't judge a woman just by her out covering and just because the way that she looked maybe she's just you know sick that day okay um, that's awesome so what I will say is uh, because I do not judge anyone she asked me for some change and I looked in my purse and all I had was a 10 on top of some more bills um, that were bigger so I told her I said hey if you break this $10 bill at that store right there and uh, just give me a lottery ticket you can have the change mm. I didn't expect her to come back I didn't know which lottery she was going to play I didn't ask her to pick any numbers or anything but you know what I'm a firm believer in life manifestation I have um, I never I've never known how this was going to come about to me but I've always lived my life as a abundant life full of abundance and a, a billionaire at heart so the way that I give back to my communities and the things that I do I'm, I, I know that life is going to reward me generously and I don't look for anything in return I just give freely so uh, she ended up coming back I forgot all about it I'm happy with my luggage I'm getting the, my money back from the man and she taps me on my shoulder she tries to give me all the money plus the ticket I said no no this is yours and she tapped she said um i picked this for you be blessed and tapped me on my face with her hand no way um at that particular point i was kind of stunned because the sincerity in her eyes was amazing it almost made me cry instantly i didn't know what that feeling was um i've known it before when i when i'm literally in my um in my alone time and how i feel when i'm 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 connected with my source energy so the feeling that she gave me when she tapped on my face it was it was all too surreal and so I just I, I stopped for a minute and my just stood there and I said thank you um you take care now and 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 God bless you and guys wait a second I just had to interject here on the live broadcast of this podcast you're gonna see how beautiful this woman is and how beautiful her skin is you let somebody touch your face you really are a nice person. <laughs> you didn't give her sanitizer or nothing like that? 
She really is nice. You nice. I'm 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 covered. I'm a I'm a blessed being. So you know we are all energy beings. So it's like I'm not afraid of a little dirty here and there. So oh, that's awesome. it's um I'm sure you know I'll go home and do whatever I do. But it's I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. Wow, that's sweet. That's sweet. That's an incredible person right there. On top of that, so please, okay. So now continue your guiding us to the this woman <laughs> tapped you on your shoulder. Gave you a ticket, touched your face, and said, "Be blessed." Exactly. And, and that's just the last of it. Like no, you didn't. No, that's not the last of it. So, um, <laughs> funny, you know. I go back to the house, and um, I was there with my friend, and that was helping me that particular day. And um, he knew nothing about what was going on. Uh, life goes on. We do whatever we have to do. The next particular, the the next day after. Or actually, it was almost two days after because the day that the ticket was purchased was on the 18th. Um, in between the 19th, we're doing repairs and everything. And then the morning of the 20th is when I saw the, that the um, the morning of the 20th was the morning that I actually heard or I was I was fixing I was still fixing something in the house I was fixing the toilet because it didn't uh fix properly or something happened and that morning we were due to, to, to leave that morning of the 20 we were due to leave and so I'm getting prepared for a guest to come and I'm like hey you know we're, we're wrapping up to get out of here and so I see on my phone someone has hit the jackpot downtown LA someone I'm like oh my god so now I'm looking around I'm like oh my god I'm not saying anything to, to my friend that's there. I'm not saying anything. I'm just trying to find the ticket. I forgot where I put it. I remember putting it in a purse. Which purse did I have on? Because I love to switch my bags. <laughs> Which purse did I have on that day? I can't quite remember. So I, it was uh, somewhere in between the house and the car. So I'm looking in the one that I had on this particular day. Nothing. Then I go ahead and I search my car. When I go to search my car, um, I found my other bag. I said, oh, I had it in this one. I look into it. I found the ticket. It had lip gloss all over it. <laughs> this is like the most craziest day. Lip gloss all over it. I'm literally inside. I'm, I have my hair on and I'm just like, it feels like my whole body is itching all over. You know that feeling that you get when you're super hot or super anxious about something? It seems like everything Ooh. starts to perspire and sweat. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> kind of like when you got a shit real bad and you're like, you're almost home and it starts sweating and you, you, your body know you're close to the toilet, but you ain't quite there. It's coming anyway. Oh my, God. oh my God. So, yes, yeah, something like that. So, I run upstairs and, you know, purse in hand, I'm tucking everything. I go inside my room. I don't tell my friend anything. He's still fixing whatever he's doing. He's doing whatever. He's not paying no attention to me. I run inside the room. I lock the door, you know, because now I, I want to make sure that is this real or, you know, do could I have it or whatever? You know, I just literally, I didn't know. I'm just hoping. At this point, I'm hoping I'm the winner. So I'm just like, could it be me? Could it be me? You know, I wonder. I was there, you know. So it's just that feeling over me. I didn't know if I was or not, but I was just, universe, let it be me today. <laughs> so we saw those numbers and they, so and they added the up what you do. Three. I picked it out. I, I looked at the ticket. I pulled it out. I set it on the bed. Had the numbers on my phone. I'm looking at the first three. I go, oh my God. I dropped by. Literally, I laid there and I just started saying, oh my God. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was like, but 
I looked at the next three. Oh my God. And so then it was just like a moment of my whole life flashed before me at that particular moment. I dropped on the floor and I literally almost fainted. I, I did faint, I believe. My friend still don't know what's going on. He knocked on the door saying, are you okay? Because he heard a bump. Are you okay? Are you okay? And I finally, I'm fine. I'm fine. I start pacing the floor. I'm pacing the floor. So the ticket is sitting on the bed. The phone's <laughs> sitting on the bed. I look at the ticket again. I look at the numbers again. I look at the Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, all that instantly said it. I need to find this woman. I need to find this woman. And I need Woo! to go and, and ask this store man, is this woman around? Who is she? Who gave me this ticket? I want to share this with her. I want to give her half of my winnings. I want her. I want to save her family. Whoever. That's where my heart went out to. And... From there, I told my friend, I said, take me somewhere. I locked, oh, before I did that, I locked the ticket up in my um, my lock closet. I had a lock with a little lock box in there. Put it away, locked it away. Said, hey, take me down to this store. He's like, what's going on? I just need to go down to this door. Just drive with me. And you still didn't tell him yet. What you think I he... still haven't told him anything. You I thought he was going to try to rob you or something? <laughs> <laughs> At that point, you take precautions. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you can't trust your mother. I wouldn't have told nobody. I was like, come on, drive me to this place. I can't even drive. I'm you crazy. can't trust anybody. At that particular moment, until you turn your ticket in or do what you got to do, you literally have to be safe. Mm. So I just wanted to go talk to the store owner to see if this woman was a frequent in the area. Did he know her? Was something going on? And so I get to the store and everything else is magic. Wow. Hey, I'm over here sweating bullets. I'm over here tripping out because I'm sitting right next to the billionaire. Now, your payout is $558 million, right? But at the same time, the win was $1.08 billion. So, guys... Stay tuned. Our next episode, we're going to be inside that store. And just like you saw with millions of people saw on the news and on TikTok and on Instagram, you're going to see her go into that store and fucking lose her mind. And we're going to find out what happens after that. So stay tuned to Podcast Billionaire with Stacy True, the latest billionaire in the line of Forbes billionaires of black women and women period across the world. Okay, stay tuned. Our next episode is coming up in two days. We'll be talking to you soon. Stay true. So I am the winner, the motherfucking billionaire winner. What you want to say? It's the time motherfucking trip. Just want a billion dollars today. Ah, with bone cap and everything, bitch, man, they're going to get super swaggy. What you think, nigga, fella? That ass. You think this is this? is about to be...
Bitch about to be fly. <laughs> Baby shit. Ooh wee. Hey. Hey. Now that's the funniest shit I think I've ever seen. I mean, what the hell? Is this the day that you won? Is that was that the day you won? I hope you put that on TikTok. Because that is a viral video right there. Guys, as a matter of fact, we're gonna be posting that on what what's the, what is your Instagram page? It's our prosperous true stay true. Prosperous true at stay true. At stay true. I'm going to post it on the on the website for the podcast, but you guys got to go and see this video. I know you heard it. It is funnier when you see it just as much as it's funny when you hear it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, anyway, you guys, we're back for episode three, you guys. Today is October 7th, and yes, we are going to be churning out these podcasts like never before because you guys have shown some great interest in our first two podcasts and it's only going to get better because you're talking to a, a household name here you're talking to stacy true the true billionaire here now how many times do you get a chance to get next to a billionaire and i happen to be sitting next to one and she still ain't let me hold on y'all but i know it's the vetting process right she ain't let me hold that, y'all. <laughs> I was sitting close to almost a billion dollars, and she ain't let me hold nothing. <laughs> but anyway, thank you again, guys, for joining us here. Like I said, it's October 7th, 2023. The year is almost gone, man, and and what a way to get through fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? So welcome back, Miss Trill. Thanks, hey. for, thanks for coming. Thanks for How's coming. How's it going? How's it going? Everything is good, man. So on the last episode, now, you left off and said, I asked you, you know what kind? What, what kind of purchase you're gonna make for yourself? And you still made it a business. He said uh, you're gonna buy. What do you no, say? Like it's not a business. That's see. I believe in everything luxury. So if I can live the luxurious lifestyle while making money while I sleep, that's my goal in life. I said I don't care about things that depreciate. I care about things that make us all happy. And guess what? Hey, a private jet to make me happy right now. <laughs> Okay, I ain't get paid for this podcast, y'all. You know, I'm hosting like a friend, but you know what I'm saying? She's gonna let me hold something. She's gonna let me hold something. But anyway, um, so it's been a few days, so uh, I know your life is exciting every day. Yeah, Tell me something exciting happened to you in the life of a billionaire over the past like couple days. Any TV show offers? Any, any like, uh, I don't know, offer from the Prince of Brunei to come eat at his table of frogs or some shit? <laughs> Funny, um, you know, I'm really big on um, giving back to the community. So, you know, I know um, that's one of the subjects that I'm passionate about. So recently, um, here now this weekend, I went to a charity gala. It was the inaugural gala um, hosted by Sharon Stone. And it was Ooh. amazing because they were able to raise capital from all around the world for the um, hurting society of young girls that were uh, dealing with um, homelessness and just overall um, trafficking, etc. So it just was many, it was, it was just a, a cumulative of hurting women that they raised this capital for. But it was a brilliant night. So those are the things that I spend myself, my days in. Um, I like to um, pretty much get involved with just the the events that i'm going to eventually host myself just on the platforms that i you know deem um fit to do so wow so okay so that brings me and that's very exciting too by the way i'm glad you um 
attending something like that because it actually speaks to, you know, where you're going to go in the future, right? So philanthropic ventures and becoming a philanthropist, if you will, uh, that's going to be your new job. Like like Bill Gates' wife, Melinda, you're going to be out there in the world giving away money? You know, and it's not just so much about giving away money. It's about, you know, um, raising money for projects, the fundraising side of it. You know, I'm not just going to give away anything. I'm going to help people create the lifestyles that they want to live. I'm going to encourage and build and create. It's one thing to throw money out at somebody, but it's another thing to help somebody gain um, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. When you give them those key components, you can never go wrong. You know, I don't want to just see someone out hungry on the street and just give them a burger. I want to give them clothes, a burger, and shelter, um, along with, you know, the knowledge to impart where they can do that tomorrow for themselves. Awesome. And so in what ways are you going to be uh, giving this money away? You're going to have uh, essay writing contests or like scholarship programs or you're going to like, you know, like, what are you going to do? To, how are people, how are people going to for the, the hurting world or are we talking about just for the every average everyday person? Well, when you speak about the hurting world, like let's just lump everybody into one category as human. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Any human that has the foresight or the wherewithal to like seek you out, mm -hmm. uh, would there be a platform set up for that? Or well, yeah, because it's like, I'm also, I'm uh, true Investments. So true investments is a firm for the, the college students that have brilliant ideas that want to come work for a wonderful farm or want to pitch their idea to me you know i'm going to have a platform um and also produce such as be an executive producer on a show that allows people to come and pitch their ideas similar to shark tank but on a different level for um the everyday working person and um, not only that, but for us giving back to just the community, I'm going, uh, my heart goes out to incarcerated women and women, uh, ch children that are in the um, foster care system, along with incarcerated fathers, you know, same because children, children and parents, you never know what has happened, what has caused people to go where they have been or why children are in foster care, but my heart goes out to this community and I wanna just build these shelter homes that have case managers and uh, supplies and uh, show parents how to re-enter society and build their lives after a disaster has happened, how to regain custody of their children. So my heart is, is I'm going to build a foundation based around uh, that, which is called Dorothy's Homes, to, uh, for re-entering society back in the world. That's just one of the communities that I'm going to build outside of everything else that I want to do. Wow, talk to more about Dorothy's homes. That's That sounds kind of awesome. Uh, a lot of people have tempted that with these tiny homes. And to is your purpose there to take people off the street or to take uh, underprivileged families that are living in rundown places or is just open for everybody? Oh well, no, Dorothy's Homes is like a community complex. It has um, condominiums up top and um, case managers on bottom. So when, oh. you, when you come from out of um, in, being incarcerated, you know, for a certain amount of time, sometimes people don't have anywhere to go. They don't know how to, you know, fill out an application or how to get a job or where to go. This place is gonna offer employment to others. You're gonna start at a certain level. You come, you fill out an application, you submit it before you're getting ready to get out and you can get approved for one of our apartments within the unit. Oh, that's you awesome. You get an apartment in the unit and through that apartment, uh, the case manager works with you for you to get your children back out of the system. Wow, so Dorothy's home is gonna be about not only roof over your head, but 
uh, uh, lifestyle change, I guess. They're going to yes. teach them how to dress, get back to work, get resume service, get yes. them a job. Hey, that's awesome, guys. So stay tuned because uh, this platform that I assume is not yet built yet, but there's going to be a way for you to qualify for some of these billions right here, some of these millions right here. And also for the incarcerated women that are listening to this podcast, there's hope for you out there through Dorothy's Homes and Stacy True True Investments. So now let's get into, um, you spoke about this this event, which is why we're talking about philanthropy. So I assume that, um, how has this changed the lives of your friends circle? Uh, because we were talking earlier today about why do birds fly in the ghetto? <clears throat> why can't they fly right across town and be in Beverly Hills? Why do bums actually hang out with other bums? Expand for our public a little bit about that, that theory. I don't like that word bums and mm-hmm. you, you know let's not call people that are down on their luck that let's say so yes we were talking about that and when if you, since you bring that up some like the birds for instance birds are or they're they're equipped to their environment so if you if you've been born into a situation and you don't understand that the sky is a beautiful thing for you you're afraid you're almost uh living with the um dory syndrome and for all those people who know dory off of finding nemo you know she's always oh my goodness oh my goodness where am i gonna go she's frantic and don't understand how to get out of a situation but these birds that stay there they're they're accustomed there they get bred there you know uh, the people that are down in their luck they feed them they come back so any animal comes back to the environment that feeds them and so that's where they feel safe people that are the the people that are transients and decide to live on the streets next to each other the problem with them is that they're constantly seeing poverty poverty if you want if you're if you want to get out of poverty you should go live on the opposite side um in a storefront by yourself because you're gonna see something brilliant what you see is what you get out of life so what you envision is what you're gonna get i i still that that topic i i w- couldn't tell you why people clump together in their groups but it makes them feel comfortable like the birds feel comfortable and they don't want to fly they're comfortable so it, it's uh they're they're um set in their ways and they're complex and they feel like they have no hope so they need someone to kind of give them that idea hey why don't you go on the opposite side of town because there's a better tenting place in front of a billionaire store you know like um um What's that one store called? <laughs> not Whole Foods, but the other one. I forget the name. Ralph's. You know, Albertsons. Ralph's. Not, no, just stop. Whole Foods. Just stop. Trader Joe's. Let it go. Okay. All right. Just, just trying to help Missy. Just trying to help Missy. These aren't the stores that I'm talking about. But anyway, <laughs> standing somewhere where they but can anyway. come up. Right. In, in, a, in a great, in a better environment, looking at something bigger instead of looking at the tent next door to you. When you see the tent next door to you, you're going to stay in that environment. When you see a billion dollar house somewhere, you're going to be, become that billion dollar house one day. So it's, it's, it's just conditioning your thought process. All right. That's awesome. Conditioning your thought process. So more about manifestation. You speak more about that as it pertains to what you just spoke of. Um Manifesting your life. You know, it's, it's very simple, really. You know, you like you are what you eat you know people gain weight because of what they eat what you feed your brain is what you're going to give out into the universe if you feed it negative uh, negative negative and negatives gets negative positive and positive begets positive so 
when you produce something, you can become a writer, you can become whatever you want, but if you're if you're spending whatever you spend your time in, that's what you're gonna get back. I was constantly putting out good vibes in the world. I was constantly chasing that uh, that golden dream, and I'm, I've always envisioned bigger and. I thought, hey, you know, instead of being mad or, or hating on somebody, I, I was never a hater. I, I always congratulated people on what they have. But instead of getting angry at it, you say, okay, how can I create a better life for myself? You know, instead of complaining and always saying, using the B word, which people say that broken word, I hate mm -hmm. that word. Um, I don't use it. But when you want to use that B word, that's going to keep you in that state. Indeed. So... Uh, that's all great too, by the way, guys. I hope you have like your notepad out and taking notes or just subscribe, like, and view us on all of the platforms we're available on and, uh, just right click on it and save it for future listen and subscribe to our channel. So let's get back to like how your friends circle, your very own friend circle has changed. <laughs> friends circle, people, places, and things, you know, sometimes you can't take everyone with where you're going. You, you, you know, you have to accept people for who they are. You know, me, I've always kept a close knit circle. My family is mostly my friends and that's just me going through life. And I'm not a new booty to this situation. I'm, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. <laughs> Amen to that. I will say so. Um, I've been on the roller coaster of finding who is for me and who is against me. So, my 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 associates now that I have, I pick my associates um, very um, I pick my associates like I pick my fruit. You know, mm. I'm going to pick through them. I'm going to smell them out. I'm going to wean them out. I'm going to make sure their energy vibe with me and make sure we're on the same building block plan. Because if we're not trying to build that pyramid, that means you're not you're, you're not trying to get where I'm going. And that means you're going to try to pull me down. And I don't need anyone trying to pull me down from my clown. <laughs> I know that's right. Speak on it, mama. Uh, so um, let's talk about, okay, so in that instance, um, okay, so now back to that hilarious video that, that uh, I saw and you guys heard at the, at the opening of this, of this podcast. Tell me about the rest of that day. Because it looked like you were about to have a heart attack, a stroke. You're about to do a backflip. I mean, like, tell us how the rest of that day went. Like, that's when you just got back from that store, I guess, or before you left? Yeah, or what? no, that's when I just got back to the house, and I it set in that, oh, my goodness, I just won a billion dollars. What? What? <laughs> that was what that felt like. What? In... It, you know, it's it's beyond belief. That's what I will say. It's like you never know the the, the thing about the universe. You never know how it's gonna come, but when it's come, it's magical. It is a magical feeling, and as long as you're receptive to it, you're open and you're tuned in, tapped in, turned on. When you turn on to your wait a minute, say that again. You, they, 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 tuned in, <laughs> tapped in, in, and turned, turned on. on. When you tuned in, tapped in, turned on to your source energy, and you got the plug, you got the connection. When you got Woo. that connection to your source energy, you just know it's going to come, but you don't know which avenue, but be ready when it comes. So that particular day, I felt it was coming one day, but was I ready that day? Oh boy, it surprised me. <laughs> it threw Man. me for a loop. And I was like, oh, yes. Am I ready to die today? No, I am ready to live. When I say live, 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 I am about to live to my 
fucking highest ability in life. Yeah. And now, like you said, it's time to go. It's time, it's time, to, time, go. To, go. It's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. Say it with me now. It's, it's time, time to go. go. Hey, it's, it's time, time to go. go. Hey, hey, it's time, time to go. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in, turn in, turn down. Tune in, tap in, turn down, man. Hey. So, so how the rest of the day go? I mean, did you did you stay home? Everything. No. Did I stay home? No. No way. I had to get ready for interviews. I had to get ready for conversations. I had to get ready for my money, darling. Oh what yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had to transform her because baby had a a ball cap on and a, and some green pants and look at a hot <laughs> damn mess and I had to. <laughs> Get ready to go turn in my ticket. Okay. <laughs> you said this ain't me. This is me, baby. Hey, this ain't me. I'm fabulous, honey. Fantabulous. So, what was your first stop? What was your first stop after you left the house? So that day after I left the house, I actually, you know, I ended up getting, you know, calling a couple publicists. I was trying to get myself together because, like I said, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. So I was born for this. So it was like. The universe gave me something that I was ready for. So I had a couple calls and, you know, someone connected me to which whom is my dear friend now, uh, Mr. Elgin Charles of Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. Someone sent me there. And this man is a true godsend because he's a hairstylist guy, right? He's a hairstylist. And that day. I did not have any in any money to pay him as much as he he charges, you know. He's amazing. And so I called around to a couple different hair salons, let him know, hey, can you guys do me a makeover until, you know, I'm able to pay you. You know, I was I was just at that point, you know, in my life, at that particular time in my life, I have like five different rents that's each like almost six thousand a piece. I'm little bit Ooh. under on each one of my rents, you know, I have all bills at each one. I was kind of drowning. I was in a drowning position and I had just spent a lot of money uh, on my medical app and on Shark Tank. All my money was going into my medical app. So I was in a drowning position. And if you guys ever know drowning, you know what, what I mean, drowning, when the bills is just too much. To so that's about $20,000 <laughs> a month. A month. Right. It's a new amount. So you so, were a millionaire before this. I'm a thousand. We finally got the <laughs> truth out of you guys. We got the truth. <laughs> Woo, a million to billions, baby. So, From street to me. <laughs> so listen and um so anyhow so this man he i let him know you know they they called him and said hey can you see her can you help her out this particular day and he was such a godsend um um it's some other girls in hollywood that i don't would not say their name um uh hair queens of la but um <laughs> we ain't gonna really say their name hair queens of LA. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna say their name but i ain't fucking with them okay we ain't anyway, fucking with them <laughs> anyway i love elgin charles of beverly hills this man is a godsend everybody must go get see him because he got a product that will turn your hair honey will turn your head to pure amazement it's a new product that i will be investing in of course <laughs> all right elgin charles the first want to get an endowment yes yes he is okay so he became one of my near and dear friends i went there and i got beautified he hooked me up for my um big debut and turning in my ticket and moving forward and doing um some speaking engagements that i had lined up so i'm very grateful to him elgin big ups i love you and yeah man from there from after i got beautified then i went out and had a very nice dinner and then i went home and just sat in set and set and got into me and got into my mind and got myself prepared for the slew of calls that I was bombarded with the next day. <laughs> I seen you on the news. Uh, oh my goodness. Cousins from the cousins from the cousins to the Winslows to the Rollos to the people I bet you ain't heard from in years. I haven't heard from under a rock. 
I literally wanted to crawl under a rock at this particular time. I was like, what the hell is happening when I woke up the next day? What is this? I had phone calls amongst phone calls. If you, I didn't never know how that was going to change my life by going in that store. And I see why lottery winners shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. like, I never made that mistake again. <laughs> but you know what? I've always been loud and proud about everything. So I'm uh, from from everything. You know, you read my book, you'll find out how loud and proud I really am. But I have no shame in nothing that I do and I no regrets. So, you know, if anything, I'm going to turn a negative into a complete positive. And like I told everybody, I was prepared for the phone calls. Honey, create me a business plan. Call me when you got a business plan. We'll talk then. Click. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, what are some of the negatives? You know, oh, gosh, I got death threats. I've got death um, threats, kidnapping wow. threats. I've got people saying they're watching me, that they know my family, my children, um, the, which is uh, a subject that I'm I don't even touch on because those those are my safe keeps. But um, I've I've getting I've been getting it always always and I, I I'm a strong woman so I don't really put that out there like that and um you know maybe we'll talk about it on uh, one day on a show but uh, it's been scary it's been scary wow. and I thank God that I've had good people in my life to help me keep me grounded. Amen to that. Well, we are certainly glad to have you here and like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is a journal of the newfound billionaire Stacy True. So you guys stay tuned. There's going to be more interesting stories to tell, man. I can tell it's getting hot now. You've got all the fluffy stuff out of the way. So I'm sure there's like, you know, death threats and kidnap threats and threats against our family. It's amazing what money will do and how money will turn people into demons. You know, wanting to seek something that does not belong to them when somebody is clear, clear, clearly blessed with their blessing in life that was attained and, and, and garnered to them. So... Let's get on a more positive track. On the next episode, you're going to listen to more stories on the journey of the true billionaire, Stacy True. Thank you for having you. us interview you <laughs> on your show, but for us, you know, because I'm just like you, the audience. Thank you Thank for you this. and stay true. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You stay true. We out.
This is October 3rd in 2023, and my name is Walter Franks, and this is the launch of the Stacy True Podcast. It's something I know that you all have been waiting for. A lot of people have asked us to do this, and we just got together one day and we said, hey, we're going to do it. And if you want to know the reason, if you're a newcomer to learning about who Stacy True is, this is a woman that won the Powerball for $1.08 billion. And for y'all out there that don't know what that really means, that's, that's $1 billion plus $80 million on top. Okay, that was a very unprecedented win in the Powerball uh, uh, list of events and, 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 and um, circumstances and winners and everything else in the Powerball world, in the lottery winning world. That makes her a history-making person of 1,128 other people only won a jackpot, but only a handful of one in the billions. So, without further ado, this is going to be a podcast that will introduce Stacey True to you, the world, and to the curious world out there that wants to ask questions, because everybody wants to know everything there is to know about this newly found billionaire. Okay? And so, without further ado, I want to introduce you to Miss Stacy True. Welcome to your own podcast. Thanks for having me as your host. <laughs> Hello, Walter, and thank you so much for uh, being a part of this. Yes, um, it is a journey. It is a journey, and speaking of, everybody wants to know, like, what was your life, first of all, let's start here, what was your life before winning the lottery? Interesting. So, my life has always been a whimsical ball of stuff. <laughs> and when I say stuff, it's always the roller coaster, the ups and downs, the ins and outs, just of life itself, dealing with family, relationships, love, and, you know, sometimes heartache, you know, and it hasn't been an easy road for me, but at the same time, it's been a successful um, life-changing road when I say life-changing life-changing in a great way because the journey that I've um, been fortunate enough to be on allowed me to sift through and sort out my own coming-of-age um, abilities and um, as I grew uh, from a young adulthood to a maturing uh, 30s some odd woman you know I, I became um enlightened if you will okay so give us a little bit of like some more specifics to that you are a a customer service guru and i know that you are a vacation rental specialist and so were those some of the things you were doing like close to your win like what are you doing uh, yes and no so um the customer service came along uh with the me being a vacation rental specialist so as a vacation rental specialist, I um, have the abilities to um, create uh, desires inside of a uh, unit. Um, when I say unit, it's for um, people that uh, during COVID, it was a time where people couldn't get out. And so I made a theme in each apartment that I actually was able to acquire and I re-rented for purchase. So that alone just was a business that I created in a sector of itself um, after I left my real estate firm back in 20, 
2020. It was right when COVID hit and I had to figure out something that I can do on my own, but also I'm always catering to people. I'm a big people pleaser. So I wanted to create an, a fantasy where we people can actually go and be a part of something, not just, you know, my um my guests but my friends my family myself I love to travel I love to uh be in different places and experience you know fine dining and stay somewhere that is just beautiful so just just to give someone hope or just a piece of beauty in a hurting time that we were in at that time it created uh, a sense of pleasure so you say you put desires inside your units that's what you're saying just throughout your travels in the world you kind of created little oases uh, with, with pieces of your travels and made a made it a destination for your guests and your friends and family is that what you're saying exactly so okay, it became, awesome. uh, it became a, a vacation travel for others um, when I created this um, fantasy of uh, uh, somewhat of illusion inside of each place whether it's a beachfront I would design it as a, uh, a beach you know hippie style type place or it could be somewhere you know um in hollywood it's designed you know with the hollywood theme and you know a speakeasy type setting speakeasy that's the one that's downtown right downtown los angeles yes describe that place that seems like a pretty uh, awesome thing speakeasy oh that place is very whimsical it has a um inside it has a vintage classic feel um somewhat like you you, if you would think of betsy johnson decor with the mixture of vegas and so it it almost sounds kind of weird but it's that vintage classic style with darkened shades and slot machines and right. old floor model televisions where you can watch a black and white horror film and um, it's just it gives you it, it, it's almost like the illusion of a little tree house and it's oh, that a, sounds awesome. such an escape away in downtown and it allows people to go in there and play games get <clears throat> in games and you know it's just fun for all so how, the, how much does that set, set a, a traveler back a night a night that ranges anywhere from three hundred to four fifty a night. Oh wow! And you got it for how long now? Probably somewhere upside about three years. About three years. So oh my god! So you've been raking in the dough. <laughs> so we're gonna revisit other pieces so that we can color throughout the episode. So you guys stay stay tuned to learn more about Stacy Drew throughout the coming episodes. But on this first episode, we want to get close to. The day you realize, now first of all, were you a millionaire already? You know, I'm a billionaire at heart. Let me hear that. We're talking about this. Is your audience now? Did you have? Were you a millionaire already? Because you know, most millionaires don't play the lottery. And I can't wait for you guys to hear this crazy, crazy story on how you actually won. But. Okay, so your downtown place, you were there from the story. Okay, so she, so she she briefed me a little bit on her past before getting here. And the store where the, where she won the lottery was 0.06 miles from her house. Now, I'm sure you're busy with your properties and things. Like, where do you find time to buy a ticket for the lottery? Or did you even think about it? And how did you pick your numbers if you picked your numbers? And so how's that go? I'm sure they want to hear about that. You know, I didn't. I didn't. Um, that particular day, I was not thinking about the lottery. It was far uh, from my mind because I was actually um, doing some home repairs from 
a guest that threw a party at my house, so I was trying to get prepared for the next guest, and I was having an appraiser come out, and it, it was just a slew of events that were unfortunate events that was happening that particular day. And uh, so what I, well, I was downtown shopping for pieces that I needed to kind of replenish the home. And I end up um, in front of this liquor store or in front of, or on this corner, if you will, um, in front of a mini mart. Never paid attention to the mini mart. That wasn't my goal that day. I was actually on the corner buying some luggage. I was getting ready to go out of town. So I saw this guy selling some luggage on the corner after I had just came from Santiago buying um a uh, a dishware set or something because some of my dishes were broken. Anyhow, so just I'm, mayhem, just yeah, mayhem. Yeah, so I'm trying Man. to get the luggage so that I can throw the dishes in there. I'm tired of carrying it with some more bags, and I just wanted to buy a roll away so I can conveniently put everything that I needed in the luggage. So mm. I'm on this corner with this man, and um, I'll never forget it. This woman literally came up to me. She asked for some change. She said, "Hey," um, she tapped me on my shoulder. I looked, you know, behind me, and, you know, she's a little down in her luck, but I never judge anyone. She's um, a homeless woman? I mean, you were downtown. I mean, actually. I wouldn't call anyone homeless because maybe they were just having a mental breakdown. Maybe she has family. Maybe she has something. So I, I can't judge a woman just by her out covering and just because the way that she looked. Maybe she's just, you know, sick that day. Okay, um, that's awesome. So what I will say is, uh, because I do not judge anyone, she asked me for some change, and I looked in my purse, and all I had was was a 10 on top of some more bills um, that were bigger. So I told her, I said, hey, if you break this $10 bill at that store right there and uh, just give me a lottery ticket, you can have the change. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect her to come back. I didn't know which lottery she was going to play. I didn't ask her to pick any numbers or anything, but you know what? I'm a firm believer in life manifestation. I have, um, I never, I've never known how this was going to come about to me, but I've always lived my life as a abundant life full of abundance and a, a billionaire at heart so the way that I give back to my communities and the things that I do um, I, I know that life is going to reward me generously and I don't look for anything in return I just give freely so uh, she ended up coming back I forgot all about it I'm happy with my luggage I'm getting my money back from the man and she taps me on my shoulder she tries to give me all the money plus the ticket I said no no this is yours and she tapped, she said, um, I picked this for you, be blessed, and tapped me on my face with her hand. No way. Um, at that particular point, I was kind of stunned because the sincerity in her eyes was amazing. It almost made me cry instantly. I didn't know what that feeling was. Um, I've known it before when, I, when I'm literally in my, um, in my alone time and how I feel when I'm, I'm, I'm connected with my source energy. So... The feeling that she gave me when she tapped on my face, it was it was all too surreal. And so I just I, I stopped for a minute and my just stood there and I said, "Thank you. Um, you take care now, and 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 God bless you." And guys, wait a second. I just have to interject here on the live broadcast of this podcast. You're gonna see how beautiful this woman is and how beautiful her skin is. You let somebody touch your face. <laughs> You really are a nice person. 
<laughs> you didn't give her sanitizer or nothing like that. She really is nice. I'm 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 covered. I'm a I'm a blessed being. So you know we are all energy beings. So it's like I'm not afraid of a little dirty here and there. So oh, it's um I'm sure you know I'll go home and do whatever I do. But it's I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. Wow, that's sweet. That's sweet. That's an incredible person right there on top of that. So please, okay, so now continue your guiding us to this woman tapped you on your shoulder, gave you a ticket, touched your face and said, Be blessed. Exactly. And, and that's just the last of it? Like you no, didn't No, that's not the last of it. So, um <laughs> funny, you know, I go back to the house and um I was there with my friend and that was helping me that particular day. And um, he knew nothing about what was going on. Uh, life goes on. We do whatever we have to do the next particular, the, the next day after, or actually it was almost two days after because the day that the ticket was purchased was on the 18th. Um, in between the 19th, we're doing repairs and everything. And then the morning of the 20th is when I saw the, that the, um, the morning of the 20th, was the morning that I actually heard or I was I was fixing I was still fixing something in the house I was fixing the toilet because it didn't uh, fix properly or something happened and that morning we were due to, to, to leave that morning in the 20 we were due to leave and so I'm getting prepared for a guest to come and I'm like hey you know we're, we're wrapping up to get out of here and so I see on my phone someone has hit the jackpot downtown LA I'm like, oh my God. So now I'm looking around. I'm like, oh my God. I'm not saying anything to to my friend that's there. I'm not saying anything. I'm just trying to find the ticket. I forgot where I put it. I remember putting it in a purse. Which purse did I have on? Because I love to switch my bags. (laughs) Which purse did I have on that day? I can't quite remember. So it was uh, somewhere in between the house and the car. So I'm looking in the one that I had on this particular day. Nothing. Then I go ahead and I search my car. When I go to search my car, um, I found my other bag. I said, oh, I had it in this one. I look into it. I found the ticket. It had lip gloss all over it. <laughs> this is like the most craziest day. Lip gloss all over it. I'm literally inside. I'm, I have my hair on and I'm just like, it feels like my whole body is itching all over. You know that feeling that you get when you're super hot or super anxious about something? It seems like everything starts to perspire and sweat. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> kind of like when you got a shit real bad and you're like, you're almost home and it starts sweating and you <laughs> your body know you're close to the toilet, but you ain't quite there. It's coming anyway. Oh my, oh, my God. So, yeah, it's something like that. So, I run upstairs and, you know, purse in hand. I'm tucking everything. I go inside my room. I don't tell my friend anything. He's still fixing whatever he's doing. He's doing whatever. He's not paying no attention to me. I run inside the room. I lock the door, you know, because now I, I want to make sure that is this real or, you know, do, could I have it or whatever. You know, I just literally, I didn't know. I'm just hoping. At this point, I'm hoping I'm the winner. So I'm just like, could it be me? Could it be me? You know, I wonder. I was there, you know. So it's just that feeling over me. I didn't know if I was or not, but I was just, universe, let it be me today. <laughs> so you saw those numbers and they, so and they added up the what you do. Three. I picked it out. I, I looked at the ticket. I pulled it out. I set it on the bed. Had the numbers on my phone. I'm looking at the first three. I go, oh my God. I dropped by. And literally, I laid there and I just started saying, oh my God. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. 
I was like, but I looked at the next three. Oh my God. And so then it was just like a moment of my whole life flashed before me at that particular moment. I dropped on the floor and I literally almost fainted. I, I did faint, I believe. My friend still don't know what's going on. He knocking on the door saying, are you okay? Because he heard a bump. Are you okay? Are you okay? And I finally, I'm fine, I'm fine. I, I start pacing the floor. I'm pacing the floor. So the ticket is sitting on the bed. The phone's <laughs> sitting on the bed. I look at the ticket again. I look at the numbers again. I look at the Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, all that instantly said it. I need to find this woman. I need to find this woman. And I need to go and, and ask this store man, is this woman around? Who is she? Who gave me this ticket? I want to share this with her. I want to give her half of my winnings. I want her. I want to save her family. Whoever. That's where my heart went out to. And, huh. From there, I told my friend, I said, take me somewhere. I locked, oh, before I did that, I locked the ticket up in my um, in my lock closet. I had a lock with a little lock box in there. Put it away, locked it away. Said, hey, take me down to the store. He was like, what's going on? I just need to go down to this door. Just drive with me. And you still didn't tell him yet. What you think I he... still haven't told him anything. You I thought he was going to try to rob you or something? <laughs> <laughs> at that point, you take precautions. <laughs> <laughs> you can't trust your mother. I would have told nobody. I was like, come on, drive me to this place. I can't even drive. I'm you crazy. can't trust anybody. At that particular moment, until you turn your ticket in or do what you got to do, you literally have to be safe. Mm. So I just wanted to go talk to the store owner to see if this woman was a frequent in the area. Did he know her? Was something going on? And so I get to the store and everything else is magic. Wow. Hey, I'm over here sweating bullets. I'm over here tripping out because I'm sitting right next to the billionaire. Now, your payout is $558 million, right? But at the same time, the win was $1.08 billion. So, guys... Stay tuned. Our next episode, we're going to be inside that store. And just like you saw what millions of people saw on the news and on TikTok and on Instagram, you're going to see her go into that store and fucking lose her mind. And we're going to find out what happens after that. So stay tuned to Podcast Billionaire with Stacy True, the latest billionaire in the line of Forbes billionaires of black women and women period across the world. Okay, stay tuned. Our next episode is coming up in two days. We'll be talking to you soon. Stay true.